princess, princess, princess. I made you out of prince. Won't someone think of the content? Boom! Margaret out. Drop the tiara. 200 years ago, that would have gotten you killed, buddy. Welcome to Up Yours Downstairs, the podcast that rhymes with peril. <laughs> I'm Kelly Anakin. And I'm Amy Schneider. That's that's a very stretched rhyme, I think. Shh. Uh, raps. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that was... All right. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I can't, I can't explain it. Yeah. So. All right. Well, then well, I, I guess. <laughs> there was actually, I think there was a better quote earlier in the episode, but I failed to write it down. Yeah. So, and that uh, was. Look. We're all doing the best we can. We are all doing the best we can. Which That's is sad right. and embarrassing for yeah. a lot of people. Oh, well, look, holidays are rough, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I really got to post. There's one of the Tell the Midwife episodes. Uh-huh. You make a reference to it being 2017. And I'm like, <laughs> I got to get this out. <laughs> Before 2017 is over. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys get it. This is episode four. Correct. <sighs> Let us just bask in the non-Phil-centric <laughs> yes. of this episode. Yeah. It does bring up some issues that i have with this show on the whole primarily and this episode is the worst offender Uh where every music cue is so fucking on the nose oh i guess that's true and i don't know and it just i mean i don't know it really bugged me because the episode is called barrel yes which i i decided the first time i watched it that that was the name of Margaret's new lady in waiting, ah, which no. it isn't. It sure, but isn't. I just think of her as Beryl now. So <laughs> congratulations, everybody! Right, and I did eventually figure out her name. I just yes, called her Ellen Cavendish. W. I yeah, think. Cavendish. Right. Yeah. At least her last name is Cavendish. Yeah. Although with all those freaks she hangs around, <laughs> it could be her first name. Yeah. The first music cue is a song about like, let me call you princess or like, I'll make you a princess sure. or princess, princess, princess. <laughs> I made you out of prince. I mean, like that's accurate. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. The, the lyrics are like, princess Margaret is feeling very sad right now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> very much so. Yeah. And there's this wedding going on and my favorite detail about this wedding is that guy who's asleep, <laughs> yes. which I totally miss because, like, I watched episode four and episode five on the same day mm. when I was texting you, and I'm like in yeah. tears. I'm like, I never get to have fun when I watch TV anymore. <laughs> and I was only like, I was like playing words with friends and like having just, uh-huh. I was just celebrating that I didn't have to type anything. <laughs> yeah. And oh man, this sleeping guy, and Margaret is there, and she's so sad. Uh-huh. And there's been this guy on a motorcycle. And and we're yeah. like, you know, oh, you know, gee, with the on the noseness of this music cue, could this be a love interest for Princess Margaret? Right. Yeah. And after the wedding, we see that it is because it's Matthew Good, and you don't bring Matthew Good in if he's not going to be fucking a lady. I know. Well, although I did amuse myself by thinking that they were like, hey, everybody, Matthew Good's going to be on this season, and then it was just going to be that one scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love that Uh, yeah no i actually i've been for the most part to start i've taken to watching tv and and movies on my phone oh really because other it keeps me from looking away and digging around on my phone yeah i've taken more to just leaving my phone in the other room Mm, yeah or just doing really badly at chess (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
There's different approaches. Cousins, how do you deal with the two and possibly three screen problem? <laughs> we want to hear your story. We're not kidding. It's a real problem. It is a real problem. <laughs> yeah, the other tip I've heard is to turn your phone into grayscale mode because then it's less attractive and tempting. Interesting. Yeah. Tell that to Sir Jorah Mormont. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> I can't even get into Game of Thrones right now. Yeah, let's let's not. Not after that season. <laughs> oh, what? You think Jon Snow and Daenerys are organically attracted to each other? <laughs> oh, yeah. We could see their sizzling chemistry. <laughs> we both know where the worst actors <laughs> on this show. Yes. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that is something to bond over. Yeah. <laughs> The official pictures are being taken by some boring square. It's Cecil Beaton. Oh, right. He's everywhere. He is everywhere. I wonder if he's related to Mrs. Beaton of the powder. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I will perhaps look this up. You really might. When we do our Mm -hmm. Fashion Backwards Amy Repeats History episode. That's right. Boy, there's going to be a lot to cover. There is. There's been at least 10 times where I'm like, ooh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I I agree. Like, there's there's history things I want to dig into. Yeah. Well, somehow now that we're in the late 50s, I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so are, crazy. Things are starting to not suck. <laughs> so Margaret is hanging with a guy drinking and saying how terrible weddings are. I have this conversation with a girlfriend of mine pretty often. <laughs> uh, I, I don't, I don't, I'm like, please don't invite me to your wedding. <laughs> I'm just going to bitch about everything. Yeah. And, you know, he's bummed because wedding bells are breaking up that old gang of his, you know, because there's like, oh, now we're never going to see him again. I mean, it's kind of true. Like, oh, he I mean, has, it is he kind has of true. a point, but yeah. at the same time, have you considered that you're terrible? <laughs> and maybe it's much more like that kind. Like, they're all still hanging out with their spouses. Yeah. They just hate you. Margaret's saying that nobody, nobody wants to take her on. And Billy is like, uh, I do. I've been doing this whole be your best friend for 20 years in the hopes that we eventually get to have sex. <laughs> I, I thought you knew. Um, yeah, Surprised you, you didn't know. I helped you move all those times. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Went shopping with you. Yeah, he says that they would breed Darby winners and that he knows all the rules and her family likes him, which is apparently quite true. And then he's like, well, I think I've made my case. Going in for the kiss. And she just like, I, I should make a, a gif of this yeah. because she, she like for about three seconds is like, okay. And then she's like, oh God, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then we see Margaret back in her room, leaving her clothes strewn behind her like a teenager. Just like I mean, I don't know that she's ever been allowed to not be a teenager. Yeah, for sure. Liz and Phil are in bed, and this scene is so great. Yes. What were you going to say? I'm well, sorry. it is so great, but also, what is this bed? That what is in? this bed that they're in? Yeah, we've never seen this bed. They're right. in it together. I know. Is this the bed of marital discord, <laughs> where couples having troubles have to go spend time in its hunter green embrace? <laughs> <laughs> so they're in bed and Liz is reading a book called Bloodstock Breeding and I'm like you must be the most boring person of all time yes are we talking about horse breeding horse racing corgis steaks no well I'm I'm through I've got nothing left to give I, I think I hear someone calling <laughs> oh it's the British people <laughs> goodbye <laughs> She's telling Phil something that her mom said about marriage. And I'm mm. like, this is not going to work on him. Like <laughs> yeah. he, 
And I don't know that I want it. You know, yeah. like I don't know that I want to know anybody's mom's opinion. Yeah, for like, sure. Like if you're so great, mm-hmm. why are you still married to that guy? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, King Lane Price seemed great. Right. Like as both a husband and a father, he seemed like yeah. a real solid dude. Yeah. Like yeah. he doesn't need to apply the three points to fix men. <laughs> yes. I think he was already insofar as he didn't clean anything regardless. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he seemed pretty solid on emotional labor. Anyway, yeah. she says that her mom says that the first 10 years are the hardest. It's and, sort of a settling in. Yeah. And then she said that like, you know, like after 10 years, like, some sort of crisis will happen or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and you get and through was, it and then you hit your stride. Right. And I was like, well, that's interesting given that, you know, you moved out two weeks before our 10th anniversary. Yeah. I was like, wow. And shortly after our 10th anniversary, you were like, surprise! <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, oh, maybe that queen mom's on to something. I, I had the exact same <laughs> yeah. thought. I was like, huh, well, <laughs> guess we didn't hit our stride. Yeah. And the important thing is the podcast survived. That's right. <laughs> the important thing is that the content's not suffering. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Won't someone think of the content? <laughs> and the car. <laughs> anyway, they're uh, they're adjusting fine. The yes. car and the content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Margaret calls and uh, oh, and Liz yes. suggests that they have a big tenth anniversary party. Yeah. You know to really you know yeah uh, demonstrate to everyone we're not getting divorced. <laughs> yeah. We're not having an understanding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like wow, ten years. I mean, it's like boy, they really do need to recast these. Yeah, they do. And I, you know, I feel so bad for Vanessa Kirby, who plays Mm -hmm. Princess Margaret. And I hope on the strength of this episode gets an Emmy nomination. Because I think she just blows it out of the water here. Like, I Mm -hmm. cried three times in this episode. (laughs) Yeah. And it is not, like, supposed to be a crying episode. (laughs) Yeah. Just from my personal experience over the last two years, I'm just like, oh, God. And so Margaret calls and has this great line. I'll give her the Emmy for this line reading alone about how the wedding managed to both lift the spirits and make one want to kill oneself in equal measure. Yeah. And I was like, oh, marry me. Speaking of which, right. she tells Liz that she like kind of agreed to marry Billy Wallace. Right. And I love, okay, so this is what I love. This is where I want to see Liz and Phil. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see their drama. Yeah. But what I do want to see is Liz answering the phone and mouthing at him, it's Margaret. <laughs> and then thing mouthing, Billy Wallace. And then Phil saying, no attempt to lower the volume of his voice. Oh, Christ. <laughs> yes. See, this is the part of marriage that I feel that you and I have preserved. Yeah, yeah. Where we can still <laughs> just be like, oh, we hate them. That's right. <laughs> At any rate, Liz says it would be a yes for her, for Margaret to marry mm-hmm. Billy Wallace, emphatically. <laughs> and that they've just dis- Okay, Liz is like, oh, we've just decided to have a 10th anniversary party. I'm like, okay, you just suggested that you have one. But okay, whatever. But she's like, oh, you could use that occasion to Mm -hmm. announce your engagement. Mm -hmm. And that's all settled. And Margaret is still incredibly depressed. Yes. Credits! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we fade into stars. And then a satellite comes by. It is Sputnik. Ooh, Sputnik McKenzie. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) The original I'm sorry, Sputnik McMillan. <laughs> oh, yeah. The original no. Bud Light. <laughs> I was going to say the original party satellite. <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, so the Royals and Harry Mack are watching. And Mrs. Mack. Yes. Is there. That's right. Not to be confused with Mrs. Mack from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> right. That's a whole different thing. Yes. So Harry Mack explains that the rocket could deliver a warhead, and he thinks it will cause a crisis for Americans, which would be a great opportunity for Britain to, like, cuddle up to them and try and repair their damaged relations. Let's not think about the Suez. (laughs) Let's think about the good times. (laughs) Remember when we stole all those physicists from the Nazis? Let's get the band back together. (laughs) One more caper. Liz tries to say something, but Harry, like, interrupts her, and I'm he, like... No, he doesn't even inter- Like, he just keeps going. Won't stop, and yeah. won't stop, and, like, Liz is... She's like, God damn it, I'm a head of state as well. <laughs> right. It was, like, 200 years ago. That would have gotten you killed, yeah. buddy. <laughs> um... But yeah, and then then he makes an analogy about the relationship between Britain and America being like a strained marriage, and yeah, it's, a marriage where one party was like, "Bye," yeah, <laughs> and it's uh, it's awkward for but everyone. Then Liz has the dopest, <laughs> like under the radar, yes. sick burn. Mm-hmm. She says. But I think listening is important in a marriage, too. <laughs> and Phil is trying so hard. Again, this is great. Yeah, this is great. We see so much in this episode of them, like, having fun <laughs> and complaining about their dumb lives yes. together yeah. as a team. Yeah. And he's trying so hard not to do a spit take. <laughs> yeah. And we've seen Mrs. Mack in this scene just kind of, like, giving everybody the side eye. Yeah. And again, I was only half paying attention, mm-hmm. so what we're about to get into... <laughs> completely <laughs> yeah i didn't get any of it and when i did this time i was like <laughs> uh-huh she did what <laughs> so it's it's as they're driving mrs mack says that she's going to be spending a day or two with him well and they've just discussed like they're gonna drop her off and then take yeah. him to the station or he could wait and i'm like what do y'all talk about right what are you doing? And she says, no, she's, and that this will be the last time she's decided it's really time to end it now that Harry is the uh, prime minister. Yeah. And so they pull up to her lover's house. And he's just like standing up in the window like, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm cool. Yeah. Suck my dick, prime minister's wife. Yeah. And she's like, I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah. Harry Mack, not thrilled. No. So they clearly have some sort of uh, arrangement. arrangement of their yeah. own. Yeah. And, you know, again, memo to everybody in the previous episode, this has been going on forever. (laughs) Cecil Beaton is back. Yeah. And he's taking Margaret's birthday portrait and she complains that he only does fairy tales. And the queen mom says, yes, but he's so good at them. (laughs) I am loving season two queen mom. Yeah. It's dope. I mean, you know, and I think it started in season one with, you know, buying that right, house right, and all yeah. that stuff. But like, she's just like, yes, dear, we just love Cecil. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret asks her new lady in waiting, who is not named Beryl, right. <laughs> for an opinion. And the lady in waiting says that she thinks that birthday portraits should mature with age and show complexity and reality. <laughs> and I love the queen mom who all but pats her on the head and says, nobody wants reality <laughs> and complexity from us, dear. Yeah. Do sit down. <laughs> Cecil agrees and then he talks about you know oh a scullery maid is like reading and she's like for a brief moment she gets to be a princess and so dig this the first time I watched this I was like fuck you dude I'm not like that but who got the most excited when my aunt brought over a people magazine all about (laughs) Meghan Markle this guy (laughs) and but I mean and it's like I don't it's not that I feel like a. don't know why I care yeah 
I read a whole photo spread today about <laughs> Kate Middleton and Meghan Markle's pre-royal fashion. And man, Kate did look busted, though. <laughs> it was 2005. She kept showing her, like, just a, like a hair, mm. like two fingers worth of a midriff. Yeah. And I was like, girl, you look trashy. <laughs> well, it got her what she wanted. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's too late now. She's pumping those <laughs> kids out at regular intervals. Yeah. Party. Crazy party <laughs> happening. And so, like, there's girls, like, sitting all over Billy Wallace and, like, you know, like, it's, yeah, a lot of, like, physical contact. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then some ugly guy's like, oh, he's too ugly for girls to like him. And then an even uglier friend is like, yeah. I mean, listen, we're talking about the British upper class this year. <laughs> right. Years of inbreeding have left us with nothing but uggos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, they really need that Meghan Markle. Yeah. I feel like that was almost a mandate. They were like, you need to find an American, preferably not a white one. This is getting ridiculous. <laughs> Have you seen little baby's teeth? I'm like, what are those kids' names? I don't know. Uh, George. George, yeah. George and Charlotte, and then now there'll be a third one. Okay. Penelope? <laughs> oh, man, we should take bets. We should do like a <laughs> yeah, like a it. royal baby, uh, you know, guessing y- game. Yeah. Well, I'm guessing that bookmakers have already put up odds. That's a really good point. It's, that's what they do. That is what they do. Yeah. I, I don't understand gambling. Yeah. Gambling and football. And I know there's a third thing. <laughs> I believe video games <laughs> sure margaret is dressing oh my god did you die for this dress <laughs> yeah it's very very nice margaret looks so great yeah and it's like ugh, i'm just never gonna be that pretty <laughs> yeah no i know and it's fine yeah i guess the world needs us you know moderate uggos <laughs> but i'm just like i want to wear a pretty dress i want a tiara I, I had one yeah when no, we got married that's right it was dope i know i feel your pain <laughs> You didn't even get to have a tiara when we no, got married. No, I know. That's kind of why I want to get remarried. I listen, <laughs> like, <laughs> I fully support you. Like, yeah, like, well, except now that it turns out divorce is such a goddamn hassle. Listen, you can always just have a ceremony. Yeah, that's you true. You don't have to get legally married. Yeah, that's fair. No, and I feel like I've been supposed to be divorced the whole time. <laughs> like, not that I didn't enjoy being married to you, because oh, sure. I did, but it's like, oh, maybe I should have just gotten divorced. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that Without works. Without getting married, right? Yeah, I don't know how that's possible, <laughs> but even... I was hanging out with our friend's children yesterday, and they were yeah. like, yeah, you look great. <laughs> and they're very thrilled that you're a woman, by the way. Oh, good. And they were complimenting how great you looked on Thanksgiving. Oh, well, thank so. you. Anyway, this has been your brief update. <laughs> on people you'll never meet. <laughs> so she's dressing for the anniversary party mm-hmm. where they're going to announce their engagement because her lady-in-waiting comes in and says that Billy may be indisposed with right. a rather serious injury. And Margaret says, we're announcing our engagement today. He can't be indisposed. Yeah. So she then arrives wherever the hell Billy is. Yeah. And his staff are like, uh, well, this is literally the one thing that wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> so she gets in and she gets into his room and I either a doctor or one of his staff is trying to get him to keep his leg elevated. Yeah. And she kicks them out. And he's also drunk. Right. And she's very, I mean, she's just like, she's jumping DEFCON, like she's skipping yeah. DEFCON levels of yeah. angry here. And it's not like she's never been still drunk in the morning before. We've seen it happen. Yeah, but, but not on the day she's exactly. announcing her engagement. Uh-huh. Listen, if you're going to be a functional alcoholic, yeah. you got to know when to hold them, <laughs> know, when to, <laughs> know when to fold them. <laughs> yeah. There's a system that That's you right. work out. Yeah. 
So he then is trying. I loved this scene. I, for a variety of reasons. Yeah. First reason is that he is trying to play this whole thing off very coolly. Yeah. In his still drunken state. Yeah. That he got in a fight with Colin. Right. They had a duel. Yeah. And like. So I'm like, so I'm like, oh, they're just, they just got in a fight and he's like, oh, it's a duel. Yeah. And no, this was a legit (laughs) ass age of enlightenment duel because, okay, this is all being sort of projected over the flashback. Right. So apparently he had a bit of a fumble with a hot actress and he like says this to Margaret. Yeah. Like that's supposed to make her like, guess what, buddy? You did not have an arrangement. Yeah. This is not the time to be like, oh, she was jolly hot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, like, what are you expecting? A high five? What and the- Margaret's here in her fancy outfit. Like, yeah. she didn't put on a pullover and some jeans <laughs> to come over here and hear your dumb story. Yeah. Because she wasn't going to have time. Yeah. So he's saying, oh, you know, a duel is a battle between gentlemen. It's so, it's a matter of honor, blah, blah, right. blah. What we actually see <laughs> is that he is in a, basically a state of undress barefoot yeah being dragged to the dueling grounds by the uglier guy <laughs> yeah or the ugliest guy because <laughs> yeah. he acts as his second because he's like i guess okay fine yeah crying he's sobbing yeah also clearly still inebriated yes so they get him out there and he says that colin had wanted to go get his father's pistols from wherever the fuck yeah but it would have been too long so somebody loaned him theirs yeah and you know they do 10 paces and uh, he gets shot in the leg. Yeah. Because he is a git who sucks. Yeah. I hate this guy. That's, and I'm glad he got shot. And I'm glad uh, this engagement too. ends. Because yeah. I wasn't huge on... I mean, you know, he makes some valid points earlier yeah. in the episode where he's like, oh, it's a matter of value. And it's yeah, like, I mean, look, when, if when all we knew was what we saw of him in that first scene, it was like, it's like yeah, okay, it could be all right. Whatever. And you know, if you then had an arrangement where you could fuck around with oh, other yeah. people, sure. Fucking fine. Yeah. Whatever. You know, Margaret's yeah. just depressed, but you know, <laughs> yeah. a marriage of convenience never solved anybody's depression. It yeah. really, I think no, it, no. I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> yeah. Lay it on me. No, I got no examples. <laughs> then we get, Oh, my God. Yeah. Again. Yes. The Emmy fodder just keeps <laughs> mounting here because Vanessa Kirby just gets this look on her face that I can't even describe yeah. to you of just loathing and contempt. Yeah. And he says something about, like, he's sorry or something like that. And she's like, it's not for you to feel sorry. Yeah. Or, you know, people like you don't get to apologize to people like me. And mm-hmm. you were only ever an act of pity and desperation. And like, yeah. what's so great about this is that her insults to him aren't even about elevating herself. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. like, I was in just as much of a stupid position as you. Right. You're the only one who couldn't. And again, yeah. it's the same shit as with Phil, which yeah. is like, you are this bumbling moron yeah. who stumbled into an engagement with yeah. one of the most desirable women in the world, at least from a status perspective. Yeah. Well, and she's, look, so she's telling him that, that he should be eternally grateful and she's not even done. She is not even done. And she gets into the bed with him, mm. gets right up in his face and says, hang on, uh, where does she say it? 
Oh, she says every woman that he will ever know will be disappointed and disgusted with him. And she says, look at this face. This is the face of every woman you're ever going to be with. This is the next 40 years of your life. Pew, pew, pew! God damn. Oh my God. That's like the championship warriors right there. Yeah, That's, that's just like, oh, that's. I don't give a damn about a Grammy. <laughs> That's one of the, that is one of the like best because I've, I've ever seen. Nothing she says is wrong. Right. Because of what we got. And this is a great piece of exposition where mm-hmm. Colin is like, that dude has never been able to pull. What the fuck is going yeah, on right now? Yeah, That's true. Yeah. And like, but she just, everything she says is correct. Mm-hmm. She doesn't spare her own feelings right. here. Mm-hmm. And she just fucking, Boom! Margaret out. Yeah. Drop the tiara. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. But also heartbreaking. It is. But also great. Yeah. But anyway. Like, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to have your relationship end in such a fashion, like... <sighs> Phenomenal. Man. Like, Phenomenal. She, she fucking slow walked away from an explosion on yeah. that one. Like, Oh, she's the Heisenberg of the monarchy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, back at the boring party where the royals are, Dean whispers to Liz that the announcement is off and she'll be, you know, Margaret will fill her in later. And then Margaret- and I like this because Liz is just like, I'm sure she like, she's just like, okay, yeah. Like yeah. she's got a good reason. Yeah. I'm not, even though their, their relationship and their trust was so damaged mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the previous season, they've clearly, they've come to some sort of understanding, yeah. you know, they've patched yeah. things up and she, I think has a new trust and respect for Margaret. Mm-hmm. It's my point. Mm-hmm. Since she ruined her life. <laughs> right. It's funny how that happens. Yeah. So Phil's giving this speech and like he met some guy who was like, oh, my wife is a doctor and much more important than me. And Phil was like, oh, I feel you, buddy. <laughs> okay. Listen, I really liked that. Yeah. yeah. Like insofar as Phil is insufferable, I really loved this toast. Yeah. Um, no, it, it, I, that put me off at the beginning, but I, I did end up like. But at the it. same time, yeah, okay, yeah. think about the, the time period here. For sure, for And sure. I don't feel particularly empathetic toward Phil in a lot of these situations. Because yeah. again, I'm like, you knew that this is going to be the case. Right. But this is no, like, this, this is, isn't horribly mean. No, it's not mean. It it's is not a venomous. It, it, it sounds and, to me like he's come to a new understanding. Mm, where it's just mm-hmm. like, oh. Yeah. I'm just second banana forever, and I've made my peace with this. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And I'm going to keep my own banana out of the produce aisle. <laughs> nice analogy. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, and he, he says that the secret of a successful marriage is to have different interests, but not entirely different. And he talks about how, you know, it's, it's tough and, and that you see the parts of each other that, you know, each sees in the other what they don't see in themselves, mm-hmm. including bad things. But I thought, I think I cried here. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, <laughs> it reminded me of me. Yeah. And you. Yes, I know. Well, actually, and I'll just say this now. Like, I really felt like this not told in order, but like our whole marriage is told in this episode. Girl, you do not even why you think I cried so much? <laughs> like in every single plot line. Right, exactly. Every plot line in this episode, I was like, yep, yeah. Simpsons did it. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Mack and Mrs. Mack trade a look during this discussion of marriage. Yes. Um, that Which is- again, I was like, oh, I guess I just don't like each other because I completely missed the oh, previous right. scene. Yeah. <laughs> 
but yeah, Phil says that you have to come to an arrangement to take the rough with the smooth, but that down in the muck is where you find the treasure, and he proposes to a toast in the name of love. And so, yes, it does turn out to be a very nice speech. And Margaret's crying, and I'm crying right now. Yeah. Yeah. You're so great. Well, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Not in the, like, I'm trying to get back together no, 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 with I you know. on the content. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll use the content to win her favor. It's <laughs> not what's happening Thank you, here. Victorian podcaster. I don't know why I turned into Snidely Whiplash. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so Margaret can't take it and leaves, and I, under- I can understand Yeah, that. I also couldn't take it. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay, so speaking of things I can't take, yeah. was this is maybe the hardest scene of television I've ever, ever watched. Mm-hmm. And it's Margaret in her room. Well, okay, so we actually get it from Not Barrel. Yeah. And she hears, like, sort of screaming and laughing, mm-hmm. and she goes up this staircase, and goddamn the sets on this show. Yeah. This... Yeah. Staircase in Clarence House mm-hmm. is one of the most effective sets they have. Yeah. And just a brilliant like framing on this shot too. So she's walking up the stairs and she gets to Margaret's door and it's sort of open and she looks in and Margaret is like in her dressing gown. Mm-hmm drunk off her ass. Yes. Listening to Ella Fitzgerald and she's just she is just pinging back and forth between like delirious laughter and sobbing and then she starts just ripping her room apart and then she just starts hitting herself. Yeah. Anyway, I have had nights like this and it is real bad and it was very upsetting and I watched it twice and I didn't want to. Yeah. And I'm glad I rewatched this episode because I missed all of the the yeah, Max yeah. stuff. But fuck yeah yeah it was just and and not barrel doesn't do anything she's like they don't cover this in lady in waiting (laughs) training right uh what do i do (laughs) if my extremely depressed boss goes into an alcoholic frenzy (laughs) wherein she could very possibly seriously do harm to herself yeah she's just lucky she didn't break any glass yeah because she would have been all cut up the next day yeah so we after that difficult scene, we get the comforting voice of <laughs> Dwight Eisenhower. I like Ike. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna come. I'm, I I believe it. I do. I like him. Yeah. I think I do. He wasn't that problematic, right? No, he was all right. Yeah. yeah. He was before Republicans became super evil. Yeah, he was kind of the last decent Republican. Oh, ah, yeah. the last decent Republican. Yeah. That'd be a good book title. <laughs> yeah, he very conspicuously did, like Nixon was his vice president, and then Nixon ran for president after Eisenhower was term and he low key was like oh yeah he, he gave very noticeably lukewarm endorsements <laughs> that's dope yeah so yeah he is saying that yes the special can you relation- imagine the i told you so's between ike and mamie when all that <laughs> shit went down i don't even know if they were both still alive but- yeah but you know just like do dubs and uh wallace Simpson. yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically eisenhower is saying that harry mack's plan has worked perfectly i mean not in those words but he's like yeah. oh yeah our relationship we're real strong now and so he's like great I'm having professional success. I wonder what's happening in the next room. I thought it was like, wow, great. Everything's working out. I'm going to go tell my wife. Right. I'm going to be like, hey, look at this great thing I achieved. But then, record scratch. Yeah. She is on the phone with her uh, mistress or whatever. Yeah. His name is something. Yeah. But anyway. As far as I'm concerned, if this is going on. The non-person in the marriage is the mistress. Okay. I don't care what your gender is. All right. So, yeah. Because you have no power. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. 
Yeah, and uh, she is saying that she can't stand being around him. Uh, clearly referring to Harry Mack, her husband. Yes, not Eisenhower. No. <laughs> she loves that guy. Yeah, she says that his weakness repels her and his love disgusts her. Okay, Mrs. Mack. <laughs> Cheating on your spouse 101. Right. Do not have this conversation anywhere in your house. <laughs> Just don't do it. Right. Oh my God, I was so, because because I missed that previous scene, yeah. and I somehow totally missed the part where she says, I only want to be with you. Yeah. I was like, oh, is she like talking to her friend or something? And I was like, yeah, this is like a standard, like, girlfriends bitching about their weak ass husbands thing. Right, right. And I was like, oh, seriously, go to a payphone. He doesn't need to hear this, yeah. even if it's true. Yeah, this is the 50s. He's still got those nice glassed-in t- telephone booths. Yeah, and like, yeah. Superman's in there. Only some of the time. God, what is it? Golden Age Superman? I don't know. Yeah, I think it was still pretty much a uh, 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 New World Force at that point. <laughs> we cut then to Margaret smoking. So thank God the status quo has been <laughs> reinstated. And yeah. the Queen Mum comes in all cheerful. She's so cheerful that yeah. I wonder if not Beryl, like, popped her head in and was like, hello, Queen Mum. Yeah. Remember me? I have well, hollow bones. Whether she did or not, the Queen Mom saw Margaret leave the party the yeah. before. So, I mean, so she comes she in. She clearly she's, is, yeah. She's throwing open the drip, saying, It's a beautiful day. And Margaret's like, We live in England. There's no such thing. <laughs> and she's got Cecil's birthday portraits to cheer Margaret up. I'm like, Did you not hear her at all? Yeah. At all? Yeah. Or see the way that she would smile and then just dissolve into a pool of yeah. Alex Mack-esque ooze <laughs> yeah. between shots. No, she. this is very much how I would feel when it would be like, oh, your school pictures are here. I'd be like, yeah, I hate all of them. Yeah. Just like every year. Yeah. Thanks. Congrats. <laughs> Thanks for making me feel bad again when I already felt bad about this exact thing. Yeah. So... Obviously, Margaret's just like, meh, I don't care. And then the queen mom is like, uh, Billy's family has been calling all day. And Margaret's like, I am never speaking to him again. Yeah. And again, to the queen mom's credit, she's like, okay, great. Yeah. They're done. We're done with them. We'll find you somebody else, perhaps a Margrave or a Landgrave or a Gravegrave. Uh, one of them served in the Luftwaffe, but we'll overlook that. And like, maybe you shouldn't. Yeah, maybe I think don't we can, overlook that. I think we can draw a line in the sand. Like, <laughs> Philip is as close as Nazis as you want to get to. Right. Yeah, we understand that you associated with prominent Nazis before the war. But this is after the war yeah it's not like it was before the war i know i'm sorry you didn't have our podcast to guide you through this difficult transition yeah then margaret is on the phone with not beryl and asks if she can help her escape and she's invited to a party yeah and she's saying oh everybody's very ordinary but extraordinary in their own way yeah and i'm like okay sounds like a support group yeah (laughs) margaret agrees so long as no one there breeds horses owns land or knows her mother (laughs) which i'm like you know what i think that's my whole dating profile (laughs) (laughs) that is solid actually i got a good tip on a dating profile from my friend who's like in her late 50s early 60s she's like my boyfriend can still do it and sometimes he gives me envelopes of money and i was like you know what what else do i want uh so yeah margaret knocks on the door and it's jazz jazz oh boy yeah 
there's a black guy playing saxophone. It is he's the one. The rest of the band yeah. is white. Well, the other white guy was sick that day. So <laughs> right. <laughs> um. So not barrel begins making introductions, and so then there's dinner, and Margaret's not really talking to anybody. She looks not, really uncomfortable. Yeah, she looks only marginally less upset than she has this entire episode. Yeah. No. This is. I mean. I was like, this is what I, I identify with this right here. Oh, totally. Like, this is me at a party where I know, like, one person. This like, was you when we met. Yeah. That's yeah, what that, this, that's right. this whole thing where Matthew Good, you uh, know, Jack and Titanic's her. This was, like, our whole relationship. Yeah. Where I was like, come to this weird party and yeah. smoke this weed. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's. <laughs> Look yeah. at my dumb photos. <laughs> AKA theater project. <laughs> right. <laughs> but after dinner, Matthew Good comes on by and says that she's feeling left out and asks if she can remember the names of anybody at the place or his name. She does not remember him from the wedding. Why would she? She's the fucking princess. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And then they go around rating everybody's attractiveness. Which was exactly what we always used to do. Yeah. That was, uh, (laughs) yeah. See, Take a, take a note, Billy Wallace. This is the situation in which you want to start talking about when people are attractive. Indeed. When you're thinking about fucking somebody <laughs> or when you're already fucking somebody. Right. And you're like, oh, well, we're comfortable. Yeah. Let's talk about how other people are ugly or yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. And Ken Russell is there. <gasps> Ken Russell. That's right. <sighs> Director of Tommy. This is way before that, though. Yeah. This is like the 50s. Tommy wasn't out until well, the early it, 70s. Isn't he the, uh, the up series guy oh wait maybe that's what i thought he was i think that's a different guy okay we're not gonna look it up Uh, excellent (laughs) uh that guy is like david something or something i think it's ken o russell okay in his like pre-acid psychedelic days but i could be wrong all right right. he hadn't met oliver reed yet (laughs) anyway yeah yeah (laughs) matthew good asks if margaret has ever been on a bus she says no and he says pity yeah meet the best people (laughs) which like isn't true anymore no no like you used to meet the best people on buses but no more yeah the when people get on buses they're not sending their best (laughs) (laughs) the woman who played the bride of frankenstein is there which was very exciting yeah considering that i just listened to you must remember this is entire bella and bela (laughs) um no, Boy, was, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I was, I, I, Boris <laughs> and Bela. Yeah. I'm so sorry that no. I thought they had the same name. I know. I just, I really enjoy. I liked that as a theory. Like it's like, you know, like the two sides of Bella the Gosi. Um, <laughs> well, his problem was he only had one side. No, that broke that really and was thirsty. The whole- <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alerts for this podcast. Yeah. Uh, there's also uh, Profumo, a parliamentarian who will be coming up in a future episode, I'm sure. Oh, okay. Because yeah, I was like, what? Is he the, he's not the one with two wives. That's the poet. Yeah. Typical yeah. poet. Yeah. No, but Profumo, at least he is, he was part of a very big scandal in a few years. Ooh, I, I love a scandal. Be, yeah. I assume this show scandal, will Scandals everywhere, but mm-hmm. not a drop to okay shut up (laughs) you started this horrible thing that didn't work out (laughs) so margaret does know one person there that is the poet and they recite some lines can you imagine knowing a poem (laughs) (laughs) can you even imagine knowing a poem even one poem (laughs) that's england for you in the 50s yeah uh, but yes. Sylvia Plath was bumming around at this time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wish they'd have an episode about her. They won't. Nah. Jerks. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> 
Just because she had nothing to do with the royal family. Yeah. Matthew Good says he doesn't want anyone conventional. Well, and I love this one because she's like, is it true this poet has two wives? And he says it'd be better if there were three. (laughs) We don't want anyone conventional around here, i.e., Everyone here has two wives. (laughs) Right. They're walking around, not Beryl's house or apartment. Mm -hmm. Look, not Beryl is rich as fuck. Yeah. And I'm like, damn. Like, you don't even need to be royalty to be, like, living high on the harg. Mm -hmm. The harg? Yeah. We lived high on the harg. (laughs) It was the great white harg. (laughs) Matthew Good says that he is a photographer. I love that he's just Matthew Good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we even know his name yet, actually. Maybe yeah, I think, we do. But maybe. I don't know. He's Nor do I always care. Matthew Good <laughs> to me. He still looks fine as hell. Yeah, he does. He's like a sexy bird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I see what you're saying. Remember how he was in the beginning of Bell? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That movie is great, by the yeah. way, people. To yeah. enjoy watching things. That's right. There's a whole bunch of Downton Abbey people in it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, this triggers Margaret's memory finally that he was at the wedding. And he's like, oh, that was just a favor. You know, I don't really like to do portraits. <laughs> and he shows her a bunch of pictures that are just like of nostrils and like <laughs> edges of hats and stuff. <laughs> And I'm like, this is bullshit, Margaret. You're falling for it. But she says he's made the ugliness beautiful. And he says he despises pretentiousness and posturing and humbug. And yeah. I was like, well, good. I guess you won't need to be visited by the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and yet to come. Yeah. There's a stripper in one of them. Great. Yeah. So like. Ooh. Scandal. Yeah. Like, you know how many tits I saw on the way to the train this morning? <laughs> I don't care. And he says he's not interested in what people project out into the world. It's what they hide that interests him. And she asks if it's an intrusion. He says, hell yes. <laughs> and then he changes the word to intimacy and they share a cigarette. And I'm like, yeah, so she is definitely intrigued and uh, asked- this is the happiest we've seen her this entire episode yes this yeah. is the first time she seems to think life might be worth living yeah so she asks if he would take her photograph and he says yes but only if she leaves the titles and the princess outside of his studio and once she's in there to do everything he says and it's a very like you know Fifty Shades of Grey thing going uh-huh. on here and he's like and I am here for it oh yeah Fifty yeah. Shades of Good that's right <laughs> And he says that he knows that this is what she wants, to be a supplicant. And she's like... "Mm." She's like, yes, totally. (laughs) The next day, Margaret is having lunch or tea or, you know, one of the meals (laughs) with Liz. And they're both both just like paging through magazines. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm like, are you even looking at anything in there? (laughs) And Liz is just going, and no horses on this one. No horses on this one. What people don't know about the royal family is we're functionally illiterate. That's why I don't read any of my speeches. (laughs) So she, Margaret is telling Liz about how exciting it was to be somewhere where nobody curtsied, nobody got up for her, nobody Mm -hmm. was deferential. She says that they, they, when they did talk to me, it was with nonchalance, (laughs) verging on impertinence. And she's like basically coming at the table. And this is like, this is very awkward. (laughs) I didn't sign up for this. Right. And... She tells her about Matthew Good, and his name is Tony something Jones. Yeah. And this is how great Claire Foy is. <laughs> Vanessa Kirby is dope in this entire episode. Yeah. But Claire Foy steals it <laughs> right out from under her by just looking up from her magazine and going, oh, surely not. Yeah. Surely Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> like, she just can't even believe it. Right. It's a bridge too far. <laughs> 
And it's like, have you ever heard of Tony Gillingham? That happened. And he was friends with Matthew Good. So Margaret called not Beryl to get the 411 on Matthew Mm -hmm. Good. And she wanted five interesting things. And like, it's this whole, like, it feels like a David Mamet play. Where Liz is like, why five? And she's like, well, five is more interesting than three. And I'm like, I don't care. Tell me the interesting stuff. So he's Welsh. And Liz is like, is that interesting or important? And Margaret's like, no. But it, you know, it's good to know when somebody's Welsh. I think so. You know, avoid the rift. <laughs> he had polio as a child. And he has a passion for inventing things. And she is convinced that he's queer. Uh-huh. Like Cecil. And I'm like, yeah, Cecil's super queer. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Cecil's as queer as a three-pound note. <laughs> I don't know if they... Ha- they might well have a three-pound yeah, note. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. You know, they're not on, uh, you know, they're on metric. (laughs) So (laughs) she says that not Beryl said that he isn't conventional enough to be simply queer. Right. Which I'm assuming means he's bisexual in some fashion. Yeah, yeah. Well, because he said something at the party about the guy in the yellow turtleneck when they were talking about how hot they were. And he's like, oh, those, those two dazzle in public. And in private. But that's a story for another time. Uh. So I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> so then Liz is like, that was only four things. And Murray's like, oh, the fifth thing is that I liked him. And I'm like, you didn't need not barrel to tell anybody that. Yeah. You dumb, dumb. Learn yeah. to count. <laughs> I can't read. Margaret can't count. The monarchy's doomed. Yeah, she, she can count one, two, three, many. <laughs> <laughs> she says that there's a contempt in Matthew Good for her, for Liz, for all of it. And then she says she thinks Liz would like him. And I'm like, <laughs> I, like I, get, I get where you're going. Right. Because I've been there myself. <laughs> but you're wrong. Yeah. Liz is probably not going to like this guy. No. She's going to be like, why, why don't you like the monarchy? <laughs> I don't understand. I'm on your money. <laughs> Which Margaret can't count. <laughs> anyway, but we see... Margaret arriving at the studio in a fabulous coat. Yeah. These vintage coats are slaying me. Yeah. Because I've gotten all of these amazing coaches no, and I really, don't have a good coat for them. They're really in a period that I love very much. I know. And I mean, I guess honestly, if I had the right foundation garments, I could yeah. wear this stuff. Yeah. I have, is, I have a figure for the 1950s. Yeah. It is not forgiving this no. fashion. No. No, 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 At the studio, uh, Matthew Good summons Margaret upstairs and she sits and he's setting up some lights and then tells her to wait and goes up another story and he just kind of walks around and then like randomly bangs on things to make noises and all this sort of thing oh so he's a sociopath yeah great yeah (laughs) it's stoker all over again (laughs) then he he comes back down finally after keeping her waiting and showing her who's boss takes his shoes off and uh, he takes a couple of pictures it's working out way better for him to be shoeless than it did for Billy Wallace. Yeah, that's true. Tells her not to smile and that he wants her to be herself. And she's like, I don't know how. And he's like, I know you don't because you don't know who you are. Yeah, I think I cried during this part. Also. <laughs> yeah. And, and then I had to go listen to Jekyll and Hyde for a while. It was just like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. And she says, of course, that nobody knows. Of course, they don't. They feed everyone the fairy tale. And hands him Beaton's portraits of her. And he's like, oh, yeah, I see. I get it. And yeah, so he's basically like, you know, fuck this Beaton guy. He sucks. Mm -hmm. And she says, oh, well, he's been very good to the family. And he says, have they been good to you? Mm -hmm. Um, And he talks about the group captain Peter Townsend thing and how that was cruel. And asks if Peter Townsend was dreary. 
and because uh, well, he's like he seemed really like yeah yeah boring yeah yeah i know <laughs> which but again it's like it's like a little saucy but it's not rude somehow. yeah yeah somehow That's how i would describe tony yeah like, he's like a little saucy but he's not rude yeah he knows who's got the butter yeah so to speak yeah for his bread <laughs> yeah and, and margaret says that he was decent and old fa- decent and old-fashioned and that those are easy qualities to love and easy qualities to miss so he then lowers the straps on her dress down off her shoulders and he asks if she misses peter townsend and she says sometimes uh, and as she does he snaps another picture says that they're done and uh, says hey want to come back to my place <gasps> and it turns out that his place is just upstairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did call his studio a slum earlier. And I'm mm-hmm. like, if your studio is a slum, it's only because you're slumming. <laughs> yes. Well, and that's the For thing sure. about all these people at this party. Uh-huh. Like, they may not breed horses. They may not know her mother. But, like, they're the same kind of people. Yeah. But, I mean, come on. We all know that Margaret doesn't actually want to be with, like, a Steve Dor or something. <laughs> I Nigel, <laughs> I uh, I am Princess Margaret. So you think I got a chance? <laughs> oh yeah, Max is great. <laughs> so he asks if she wants something or whiskey, and I think the other thing is like female identified. Yeah, as a as a liquor, and she's like whiskey, please. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. <laughs> and she asks who some picture of a woman is, and he says a friend, and she's like, "What kind of friend?" Anyway, their flirts are oh, off. Yeah. The, this is like yeah. an eleven on the Richter scale of flirting. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh my, like I want to be like, like get a people, room. People walking by are getting aroused. Yeah, they can't. They don't even know why. I want to be like get a room, but he doesn't even have one. <laughs> It's like a loft situation. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, does he have even a bed frame? Because you need to get out of there. That's the that's the goal in 2018, ladies. If he doesn't have a box spring and a bed frame, get the fuck out. Yeah. Also, dump him, just in general. <laughs> I said that to a friend I was visiting back home, and she like turns to her husband and was like, you hear that, honey? And I was like, I didn't necessarily mean you. Like, you're taking but this... If- but if that's how, you yeah, know, if like, you're leaning what, that way. What have men ever done for us ladies, really? <laughs> They're up there flirting the bejesus out of each other. Mm-hmm. And another picture is the prime minister's daughter. Or is she? And that I thought was great. Yeah. This yeah. show rarely does anything narratively or like that's clever uh-huh, where right. I'm not like fuck you yeah yeah but that was cute i was yes. like oh my god like this ties into this other thing which is just a very yeah it's and just not like a, a soup yeah. son of yeah this yeah. dynamic of this other couple yeah and margaret says she doesn't think that she'll get married and he says oh that sounds good it makes it so terribly difficult to be happy and i'm like i don't subscribe to that right. it's more just the paperwork yeah. you know yeah I didn't have any trouble being happy when I was married. But, it's true. But I guess in the 60s, that was a much more radical thing. Yeah, that's to true. To think and feel. Yeah. And she sits on some weird chair, but he says it's a fragile invention. And this is like the only part where I really yeah, wanted that to was, kick him in the shins. Yeah. And be like, you remember who the fuck you are, sir. Yeah. And uh, Don't invent things that look like chairs and then leave them <laughs> sitting around. So he shows her this mirror where everybody has scratched their nicknames in a diamond. Mm-hmm. In a diamond. Margaret. And I love her face on this line reading. She's like, I don't think I've ever had a nickname. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> Every 
everyone should have nicknames. That's right. So he suggests that her nickname should be Beryl because there's these other British celebrities that I've never heard of. Right. Who are, although Tony Richardson I've heard of. Yeah. His was something princess. It was mm. like princess something. And then yeah. some other woman was Tigger. Right. So it's all very, you know, yeah. wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> and Matthew Good checks out her butt while she signs. He sure so does. Good job, Matthew Good. Yeah. All my jobs are good. The old mir- it's my name. The old mirror trick works again. <laughs> well, speaking of tricks. <laughs> so they go down <clears throat> to the basement to look at the photograph. So he's sort of like, he's he's very much like the pottery scene in Ghost with her on this. Where he's, he's guided- <laughs> but I'm not a ghost. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm a just- real person. He's definitely taking the, the chance to make a lot of physical contact out of this developing of a photo. Margaret says that she was sure that he was queer because of the way he talked to women, as well as his tidy little hips. <laughs> they are tidy, aren't they? Yeah. Matthew Good says that he's not vain. And which... like everyone laughed at once. <laughs> <laughs> she says that his routine with her, like here with the photo thing, is practiced and well-oiled. And then they look at the picture, and we don't see it, but Margaret is like, loves it. And he says that it's a Margaret that no one has ever seen before. And she says, no one's ever seen it or her. But like, she's referring to it like she yeah, has yeah, never seen yeah. this. And I thought this was so powerful. Yes. What with my whole body problem. Right. Of having one. <laughs> yeah. It is annoying. <laughs> Yeah, so she says that she has someone she wants him to send it to, and then she must go. Matthew Good asks if she'll stay a little longer, and she says no. And then he whips out some big red. <laughs> so kiss a little longer, make it last a little longer. Fresh in breath a little longer with Matthew Good. <laughs> yeah, now the only reason that crappy gum stayed around so long was the royal endorsement. <laughs> I like that gum. I know. I, I'm sure I'm people sorry that do. you hate cinnamon and joy. <laughs> This ham gun is all bones. Um, (laughs) Well, you shouldn't have wasted your military discount on it. Yeah. Anyway, Matthew Good is like, oh, you have a driver? Good, then you can follow us home on my sweet motorcycle. (laughs) I love this whole little sequence because Mm -hmm. we suddenly cut. It's like smash cut back to the palace (laughs) with Liz and Phil talking to you know, presumably the Malaysian ambassador or whoever, and there's an interpreter translating, and then Matthew Good pulls in front of a double-decker bus to lose the driver, which I, oh my God. Yeah. I think I can't, I was like, oh, (laughs) this is exactly the shit I love. Yeah. And then the Malaysians finally leave, (laughs) and Phil is just like, he just like deflates, he's like, I thought that would never, and then this just goes, yes, it did go on, (laughs) Rada. It's so great. Yep. And Margaret is just loving life on this motorcycle. Oh, yeah. And she arrives at Margaret House, which is... (laughs) I couldn't remember the name. (laughs) So she gets off the motorcycle and says, definitely not queer. Which, like, for some reason, when I was, like, half watching it, I don't know why, like, I thought she would be able to, like, literally feel his boner. Because she was behind anyway. But, you know, she's got it. Yeah. And she's trying to give him the helmet back. And he's like, no, you keep it. Meaning... Uh, we're going to go on more motorcycle rides. Mm-hmm. I'll take you with me, baby girl. <laughs> she goes up and puts on the Flamingos. Yeah, and I, like, I only is- have eyes for you, which was in the trailer. Oh, that yeah. was the song they played in the trailer, which yeah. I thought was surprising. And just she's so happy. And I was like, because I, I like I've been taking a while off of dating. But now that was the first time where I was like, oh, yeah, like when it works. 
man it's you know great. what's really funny is i had like the same thought yeah and then like i was when i was home like i was hanging with a friend of mine who's dating somebody but he was like definitely flirting with me like uh-huh. i don't know what his deal is sure, and sure. i'm not interested in him at all yeah yeah but like i got home and i was like all right it was like it was just like I like six sensed the. Exp- I was like, "All oh, right, you're like attracted to people. It's fun. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, it's not all soul crushing <laughs> until it is. <sighs> At any rate, she is so happy and it was wonderful. And then we see Liz and Phil. I don't. Okay, so I don't even know what they're trying to say about this, right? Because Liz and Phil go up symbolically separate staircases to their normal room. Right. Not the, right. the, the room of marital discord that we <laughs> yeah. saw in the opening scene with them. Yeah. And, you know, they're they're getting undressed by their servants. We see Margaret dancing by herself in a non-self-harming way. Yes. And then Tony goes down to his dark room to develop the photos. And then Liz says her prayers <laughs> yep. the same way. Yep. And... You know, she's like writing in her gurnal and it fills across the hall and he says goodnight and she says goodnight and yeah. they go to bed. And I'm like, I don't ca-. like, yeah, I know. Yeah. But I'm aware like, of this. Yeah. But it's just like, I, again, scenes from Mary and this is just like, there's not, they're not unhappy. I they're guess. Just the, I know. just found it annoying that it was paired with this. I mean, I see what you're saying. Because I feel I mean, like, I feel like he's trying to like undercut how great Margaret feels. I see what and you're I'm saying. And I'm like, do like, you know what I've been through in this episode? <laughs> Let me have this. Yeah. We all know from crazy ex-girlfriend that physical attraction only lasts <laughs> eight to ten years. Maybe that's what the queen mom was really talking yeah, about. it could be. At any rate, Margaret's just posing. She's really feeling herself. She okay? is, yep. This was like, this was like good time alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Matthew Good is staring at, I mean, he's got pictures of her that aren't in photo so we mm-hmm. still can't really see the photo right, but right. they're just but he's also what i noticed the second time pulls down all the photos of the other women oh. that she's noticed oh. as they're playing i only <laughs> have eyes for you which is a great song by the way yeah it is it's a really good song it is uh so yeah oh my god this is such a great ending scene yeah i loved it so much yeah so we just see a bunch of people seeing the paper we see harry max see it he's shocked we see dio dubs seeing it and being amused and showing wallace also amused we see tommy la mustache being just disgusted Uh, a Dean looks at it and metaphorically loses a monocle. Like, he's just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, and just all, cycling through other royals, all very put out. And then uh, Phil gets the paper, and he thinks it's funny and shows Liz. And so we see the picture, and basically it's just, it was cropped so that you can't see that she's wearing any clothes. Uh-huh. And so her shoulders are bare, and it looks like she's naked. Naked, yeah. And Phil is suppressing a smile. See, this is this is yeah. good Phil. Yeah. Good mm-hmm. Phil, bad Phil. First three episodes, <laughs> bad Phil. Very bad Phil. This is fine. This is fine, absolutely. I really, he's, yeah. He's a, he's a capable foil he is. to Liz. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Such a better episode. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is what this show should always be. Yeah. Women, 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 ineffectual men. Yeah. End of story. Yeah. Yeah. And Matthew Good for funsies. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Take note, Peter Morgan and co. (laughs) Yes. Did you see, somebody sent me an article about Wallace Simpson basically saying that actually Dio Dubs was like a dangerous autistic person. Huh. And like trapped her into their relationship. And I don't know how I... I don't know enough about Wallace Simpson to know whether I believe that or not. My primary problem with Wallace Simpson 
is that she was a Nazi. Yeah, like, yeah. That's... I just want... Because we've had several debates right, on the Facebook page. Right, it's like, yeah. My main problem with both her and the D.O.Dubs is not... I don't give a shit about the monarchy. Right, yeah. In that sense. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. If they hadn't done what they did, we wouldn't have Liz... That's right. Which Do you really want a world without Liz? I don't. <laughs> so anyway, my problems with those two are strictly Nazi-based. I wonder how it would have worked out. I don't think they had kids. So would it, maybe it had ended up passing to Liz anyway. It's possible. Yeah. I, anyway. Listen, that's... when we do sliders, <laughs> we're never doing sliders. No. Not as a recap, not as a thing in real life, because <laughs> that is fake. Yeah. At any rate, till next time, <laughs> up, up yours downstairs. Shabob, shabob, shabob. Shabob, 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 shabob.